the school is out. Which means it's time for Hi Kids. My name is Michelle Fan and I'm 11 years old and I'll be hosting for you today on this Hi Kids show. Coming up on Hi Kids today, I'll be interviewing Moshe Amoyles and he is from the Chocolate Tree. So stay tuned to 101.9 High FM to find out more on how delicious chocolate can be and how we can make it. Now get ready for a very interesting show on High Kids today. You're listening to High Kids on 101.9 High FM. High Kids, four kids, back kids. My name is Michelle Fan and I'm 11 years old and your host for today. Good afternoon, Moshe. Good afternoon, Michelle. How are you? I'm very well, thanks to you. Good, thank you. Thank you for having me on the show. Ooh, yay. Thank you. Coming. All right, are you ready for the questions? I am indeed. All right, let's start. What is the chocolate tree? So the chocolate tree was a company that was started in 1986 by my mother originally, who started the business making small, specialized in novelty chocolates for people's functions, like balmies, butties, and weddings. Since then, it has grown, and now we make a variety of products from health products to kosher specialized products for the community. And because I just tasted one, I can agree with you that they are so delicious. Where is the chocolate tree? We are based in a very big building in Orange Grove, just off Liverpool mm-hmm. Avenue. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I live in Orange Grove. Do you? Mm-hmm. All yeah. right, well, you must pop in and come <laughs> and have a visit. When was the chocolate tree established? So... It was started in 1986. Ooh, that was a long time ago. <laughs> it was indeed. What do you do at the chocolate tree? So now, now I run the company and as well as I own the company. Mm-hmm. But what I enjoy the most being there is mm-hmm. when I get to create new products that will taste really good and still be healthy for you. Yeah, mm, they are delicious. <laughs> How long have you been doing it? Sure, uh, since 2004, about 16 years ago. Do all, do you make just chocolate things or other things as well? So, we make um, all chocolate things. We do different kind of raw chocolates where we rework the chocolate and then we put it onto the application of what we want to use it for. Mm-hmm. For instance, if we want to make uh, mm-hmm. chocolate coated rice cake mm-hmm. we will take that chocolate depending on what flavor it is and coat the rice cake with it mm-hmm. if you want to take the chocolate and add something like a honey crisp or mm-hmm. mint crisp in it we'll do that but we do many other different products yeah. we have nearly 200 different products that we Ooh, actually make that's a lot <laughs> it is indeed <laughs> is all the food you make and sell healthy majority of them are yes it is healthy mm-hmm. um, we do make stuff especially for Pesach which mm-hmm. is not as healthy, but it's more <laughs> as a service they to the community. They are still delicious. They <laughs> are indeed, so depending on what you use it for, if you can make it in baking, you'll yeah. love what comes out of it. What is the most popular item sold? Hmm, our most popular item would be our rice cakes and our corn wafer section, so mm. range. People enjoy taking the corn wafers or the mm. rice cakes and spreading a spread on it, yeah. making it as a healthy alternative to using bread. I usually and take rice cakes and put cream cheese on it. Ooh, that, that is really, yeah. Mm. 
Take a little bit of sweet chili sauce on top of that. Mmm, that's mm. delicious. And then the corn wafers are so good because it's like eating flat popcorn. <laughs> and you just can eat it straight because it's so yummy. If you enjoy popcorn, oh. well, there you go. Enjoy corn wafer. <laughs> do you sell seeds and nuts that people can eat? Yep, we definitely do. We make, uh, we take plain seeds and plain nuts. Mm-hmm. But then we go and we add them into things. Like we make a seed bowl. We will take sesame seeds and sunflower seeds and flax Ooh. seeds. Mix it all together Yum. with some yummy stuff <laughs> and make a yummy healthy bowl that people can enjoy. That is delicious. And with our nuts, we can make granolas. And also we make flavored nuts as well. Mm. Do you sell plain nuts on their own? We do indeed. Ooh. Are all your products kosher? Yep. All our products are kosher. That is so good. <laughs> So, are they milk or parav? So, most of our pr- products that we make mm. are parav. Uh, we do have a couple products that are milk because yeah. we're using a milk chocolate. So, obviously, that will be milkic, mm. as well as a yogurt-flavored chocolate, which Ooh. is mm, also very yummy. And is it like white chocolate? It is indeed. Oh, yummy. Uh, I <laughs> even have a little one here to taste, for you to taste. <laughs> and those are the milk ones. Otherwise, everything else we make is parav. Okay. How do you make parav chocolate? Parav chocolate is mm. made basically the same way as you'll make milk chocolate, except in the machine, instead of them adding milk into it, mm. they don't. <laughs> and there you go, parav chocolate. <laughs> do you think healthy food is often seen as boring food? Ah, that's a good question. So, Michelle, I'll tell you that long ago, that was the case. Many people used to think, oh, healthy is boring, yuck, ugh. Got nothing, no taste is bland. But over the time and over the years, people have changed that. And mm-hmm. companies have come out, like myself and many others out there. We have created yeah. the foods and the health products to be tasty and be yummy and be attractive <laughs> to people to enjoy. So it's not so boring and tasteless anymore. Mm-hmm. How do you flavor your products so that people will like them? How do we flavor them? Whoa, that is a, that is also a very good question because different products have different flavorings. For instance, the chocolate, um, we add a flavoring to the chocolate mm. to make it taste like strawberry or Ooh. to make it taste like caramel. For the nuts, we add uh, spices <laughs> and um, herbs onto the nuts to mm. make them be herby and spicy. So um, it all just depends on what product it is and what flavorings we do mm. to add to it. Do you have different options for different people's dietary needs? Of course we do. You know, our biggest uh, consumers and people that they enjoy our products are people that are suffering from different intolerances, whether it's to milk, mm-hmm. whether it's sugar, gluten, or nuts. Mm-hmm. So we aim to aim at the four main dietary categories and groups for people that can't have those. So, for example, we'll have seed bars that will contain sugar, but then we'll have sh- uh, seed bars that doesn't contain sugar. Yeah. We'll have granolas that has gluten in it and nuts and granolas that have no gluten and no nuts. So we try to make sure that we definitely try and have something for everyone. What happens if a customer is allergic to nuts and they don't know that there's nuts in this product? What would you do? So from our side, we ensure we have to adhere by very Mm -hmm. safe and strict um, food safety laws, Mm. which is called HACCP, as well as Good Food Standards International. Mm. When we get audited twice, once to twice a year, where they come and make sure that all our products Mm. are adhering to what we state on the labels. So Mm. if we say on the label this is the ingredients, we have to stick to those ingredients, and we cannot change them and just add things in. Plus, in our factory, we have certain areas that if it's for nuts, that is only nuts. 
And ah. if it's not free, we do it in a complete separate area to so make clever. sure ideas, <laughs> you know, to, and to make sure that no what's called cross contamination mm -hmm. can occur where the nuts can end up in a product mm -hmm. that we say does not contain nuts. Mm. How do you make gluten free snacks? Well, first we've got to realize is gluten free snacks come from a product. Well, let's, let's look at it this way. Gluten is a f protein that is found in most of your grains. Mm -hmm. So your wheat, your barley, your rye, yeah. spell, things like that. So the main thing is avoid those grains when you don't have gluten. So we make products that don't have grains in it. For instance, we'll make a rice cake. A rice doesn't have gluten in it. So in order to make a product that doesn't have gluten, we use the rice, and there we go. Oh. No gluten in it. Corn doesn't have gluten. Yeah. So by using that, we've got this gluten-free. Boom. <laughs> Boom. There we go. Are they very popular? Very much so. Yeah. Um, <laughs> studies have come to show that, well, at least in America, mm -hmm. one in three people suffer from a gluten intolerance. Mm -hmm. So the more and more people are becoming aware of the fact that they can't have gluten, the more and more... Mm -hmm. It's becoming a necessity and becoming more popular for people to have it. Also, many people enjoy it because it's healthy. So mm. they'll rather have yeah. that than having something that's going to make them sick or not feel so nice by having the gluten. Do you think your snacks are good options for parents to give their kids? Most definitely. So, especially if you consider this, right? A, a bar one bar contains only 50% sugar in it. So if you're having a bar that is 55 grams, mm. right, you're having five teaspoons just of sugar. That's a lot. That is a lot, eh? And it's not really healthy either. No. But now if you compare it to, ooh, for instance, that chocolate, sugar-free chocolate-coated rice cake that you had which earlier. Was which it was very delicious. <laughs> indeed. If you were to compare 55 grams of that, you're having not even a quarter of a teaspoon of sugar. But now that is as delicious it as a bar one would. Delicious, yeah. And it is healthier. Mm. Pesach is coming up soon. Will you have yummy treats for Pesach this year? Most definitely. We will definitely have some nice mm. stuff for everyone to enjoy. <laughs> for instance, we will have some delicious ice lollies, which I even brought here mm. for you to taste. <laughs> the ice lollies will be available. It will be a great refreshing dessert for all kids and adults. As well as we'll be making some... Yummy chocolate brownie premixes that one can take and Yummy. make at home. I love brownies. Me too, <laughs> eh? Mm. All right, let's take a song break. Cool. And we will be back soon. You're listening to Hi Kids on 101.9 Hi FM. This is Hi Kids for Kids Bye, kids. My name is Michelle Fan, and you are still listening to the Hacket Show on 101.9 Hi FM. Now let's carry on with the questions. Is it harder to make things for Pesach than for the rest of the year? So, Michelle, yeah. When Pesach comes, it is definitely much harder. You've got to realize that with Pesach, uh, we are limited to the ingredients mm -hmm. we can use because all ingredients need to be Pesach tech. Now, something that we can get from South Africa as an ingredient, mm -hmm. we now have to get from overseas. Um, and many products you can't even get for Pesach. So trying to make products for Pesach is a lot harder. <laughs> is what options of your snacks are good to give children for school lunch? Oh, okay. So we have launched um, so a range of um, snack packs that Ooh. are great. Um, they're called lunch pack snack packs. They are available in most stores mm -hmm. in our area as well as discams. 
and quite a few of the other retailers. I will go and tell my mum. <laughs> they we do the um, top coated rice cakes mm. where we've got them in strawberry, caramel, um, yogurt, caramel. and yeah, also that's a yummy one. As well as seed bars where they have sugar and non-sugar in it. And it's great because there's two like little rice cakes in a packet and the mom's just take it out of the box, put it straight in the lunch boxes yeah. and there we go. Great. What is the fa- your favorite product that you sell? Hmm, well, uh, we haven't started selling it, but it is one of my favorite by far, so for, at the moment. And it is a cashew and edamame bean that we have dry roasted with rosemary and tomato spices. And it almost tastes like you're eating ghost pops, but much healthier. So, Mark sent a message for Moshe. He said, do you pop the rice yourself or do you buy pre-popped? Uh, Mark, good question. Thanks. Um, no, Mark, we buy the rice as you would find it sitting in a pick-and-pay plastic mm-hmm. bag. Um, we pop it ourselves. It goes through a process where we have two very hot irons. Mm-hmm. Um, think of it, um, they're up to about nearly 350 to 380 degrees in temperature. And it goes into the, these irons between a little mold. And at a very high temperature and a very high heat, it pops. Like oh. you would have a popcorn popping. And because it's in the, the mold and got the pressure, it forms it to become round and flat as you see it once it's in the packet on the shelf. What is the best part of your job and why? Ah, yeah. New product development. Ah, that's definitely my best. Um, that's why? Because I get to be creative. I get to taste. I get to improve on new products. <laughs> and once we approve it, there's no better, fee- better feeling than seeing that product that you've spent a lot of time working on. To in sitting the on the shelf, <laughs> yep, that's it, and being sold and enjoyed by people like yourselves. Where can kids and their parents find your products? Our products are in most shops, like Discam Spas um, in this area, Kosher World, Moishi's, uh, Sangram Spa, and the like, yeah, but we, we are in most uh, retailers around hmm. the country. Do you have a website that we can go and look on and shop online? Um, yep, we do. Uh, we, it's called uh, the chocktree.com Can you shop online then? You can indeed shop online. Mm. You can buy whatever you need there and uh, you can have it delivered to you anywhere in the country. Mm. Can you find all the products online that are in the shops? Yes, you can and even more. Because obviously not every store can have Mm. the space to put nearly 200 different products that we make. So some stores will have, some stores won't. Mm. So we like to have on our website, we have... Everything so everyone has the ability to choose which one they want. Can you go straight to the truck tree to buy? So, you, we can, but the problem is that because you're a big factory, if you want to come and get one or two packets of rice cakes, it takes a while for it to come in from uh, the factory and all of that. So, we always advise people to, if you want, order online. Mm-hmm. We all get the order, it takes us time to pull it, and then you can welcome to come and collect it afterwards. Um, if you could describe yourself in three words, what would they be and why? Ethical, innovative, and dedicated. Mm. Ethical, because we try to make sure we can do the best for people out there. Mm. Uh, we try to make a product that if we say it's gluten-free, it's gluten-free. If we're trying to make something for for people that have intolerances, that's what we like to do, and we stick to that. Um, innovative, oh, because we like, uh, absolutely love <laughs> trying to create <laughs> a new product. So my innovative uh, juices get going there. And dedicated, because yeah, I'm dedicated to trying to make a the world's a better place with regards to healthier products that people can enjoy. Mm-hmm. 
Does the chocolate tree make gift packages? Once upon a time we used to, but unfortunately we don't anymore. Uh, mm. It takes a long time to make it and we uh, make a yeah. lot more products uh, in high quantities. Have you ever been interviewed by a kid? Nope, this is my first time. And are you enjoying it so far? So far, so good. Yay! <laughs> what is the new tree? Ah, good question. So the new tree, excuse the pun on this one, is a branch off of the chocolate tree. <laughs> so what we did was we decided that calling ourselves the chocolate tree and having such healthy products, sometimes when you think of the word chocolate, you don't think of health, correct? Has okay. the kind of negative connotation of being healthy. So we brought out a new tree of our, of a new branch of our tree, mm-hmm. and we called it the new tree because the products we do it has nutritional values <laughs> to it. So that's where we put all the healthy stuff, like our seeds and mm. our nuts and uh. our gluten-free granolas and the things that aren't as sweet as the chocolatey range of products, like your chocolate-coated rice cakes, which will fall under more the chocolate uh. tree. Are those foods different from the chocolate tree foods? Yes, they are. Um, as I said, that um, those will be your nuts, your seeds, your granolas, and those that will be a lot more healthier for people, mm. um, whereas um, the chocolate tree products is more your not as healthy, mm. but still healthy as an alternative. Do you work at both places, or is it in the same place? It is all in the same place. What is organic food? Oh, now we're getting into the fun and interesting stuff. <laughs> so organic food is basically, organic is the way how the food is grown. So in different countries, the standards of organic, organic is different because it relies on the, how it, the products are farmed. So it's all about ensuring that it promotes eco, not ecological balance mm-hmm. and conservative biodiversity. So... When you want to buy a product, you want to make sure that the farms that are using it, they say they're organic, have been certified because they're doing what's best for uh, the world and yeah. nature in how they grow things. Why do some people prefer organic? Well, organic foods generally aren't radiated. They don't have pesticides. And the way they're grown, they don't have chemicals mm-hmm. added into the processes of, why they've been, of how they've been grown. Uh, how is organic food different to normal healthy food? Oh, well, that's a very controversial actual question there, and I don't want to get too much into it because I'm probably not the right person on it, but there's really not much of a difference except for the fact that they both would be healthy. An apple's an apple, uh, nuts mm. are a nuts, <laughs> seeds are seeds, they're all healthy. Yeah. It's just obviously with organic, as I mentioned, they don't put pesticides and you know chemicals in, in the growing of organic ones, whereas on the normal side, sometimes they do. Mm. What is GMO-free food? GMO free, free food is called, is genetically modified organisms. Mm. Okay. So basically what happens is that there's scientists out there that will go take the, the basis of, of a food, a mm-hmm. seed before it's grown or even afterwards. They're doing it in any industry at the moment and they'll go and genetically modify it to improve it or sometimes even to not improve it, mm-hmm. but mostly to improve it. And what happens is that it changes the way of how that that product is to be different and not as natural as it was meant to be Uh. 50 years ago. So, for instance, corn. Corn is, there's a lot of uh, about around corn, about being GMO-free or with GMO and all of Mm. that. Why? Because what they've done is they've taken the seed of the corn 
and they've genetically modified it. So normally when it grow, uh, the corn, where the millies grow on their stalks, mm-hmm. the normal yield would be about three to four heads of millies per stalk that is grown. But genetically modifying it, the farmers have managed to do it that out of one stalk you can get nearly eight to ten heads mm. by doing it, by genetically modifying it. And you know, people that are really into their health and all that would like to sh- shine away from that kind of products that have been genetically modified. Is dried fruit made the same way as biltong? The concept is the same, just no vinegar and no spices. <laughs> <laughs> Can any fruit be turned into dry food or does some not really work well? Yeah, I'd like to say some really don't look, work out too well. Um, the most important thing is that it depends on how much water is in the fruit uh, because as it dries, the water evaporates and it, and mm. it dries out. So if you're going to use like watermelons, um, probably would go off before it actually dries out. But most fruits can be dried. Are all seeds nuts? Are all seeds and nuts edible? Good question, eh? Um, no, not all are edible. Um, however, the ones that we have access to in the shops, yes, they definitely are. But let's take an almonds, for example. You have two, you know, you get two types of almonds. You get a sweet and you get a bitter almond. The bitter almonds need to be roasted a bit because otherwise they have a very high level of cyanide, which can be very poisonous. Yeah, you know that. But what we sell, most people sell in the shelves in the stores is called, is the sweets variety and those are very safe to eat. How do you coat your rice cakes with different flavors? So our rice cakes um, go through an aeroba system. And in the aeroba, we have the chocolate. The chocolate goes into this big trough. And as the rice cake goes through it, it coats the bottom of it. And then it goes to a cooling tunnel, which cools the the chocolate. And Uh. that's how the rice cakes get coated. Which flavor is the best or most popular? Of the coated rice cakes? Yeah. Uh, carob and our yogurt ones mm. are the most uh, favorite, and we're hoping the, the sugar-free milk ones will be. All right. That was very interesting. Mm, but before we go to an ad break, I welcome you to the Ha Foodie Club. Today on the Ha Foodie Club, we will be talking about coca fun facts. Did you know that the fruit of the coca tree grows directly from the trunk? They look like small melons. And the pulp inside contains 20 to 50 seeds or beans. It takes five years for a cocoa tree to produce its first seeds, seed pods, and it takes about 400 beans to make one pound of chocolate. The creation of the first modern chocolate bar is created by Joseph Fry, who in, tw- in 1847 discovered that he could make a moldable chocolate by adding melted cocoa butter back into the Dutch cocoa. By 1868, a, cu- a little company called Cadbury was marketing boxes of chocolate candies in England. Now that is interesting. But that is all I have for you today, kids, on the Kha Foodie Club. Thank you for tuning in. This has been Kha Kids, for Kids, by Kids. My name is Michelle Fan and I'm 11 years old. Thank you to my guest, Moshe Moyles, for coming on Kids today. And thank you to my producer, Senna, and DJ Flo for pushing the big red buttons. Thanks for having me on the show. Yay! That was great, Michelle. Thanks. Join us on Monday for another Kids show, only on 101.9 High FM.
Goodbye, kids.